Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal and I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. We'd love to hear from you in the comments and always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com as well as through all of our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe. After the rundown of the key stories and insights we're following, we'll get to our BFC Live segment where today we'll be joined by Sean Pierce. He is the president of strategic events, meetings, and incentives at MCI Group, the team that produces the Lyft & Co. Expo. Tomorrow, join us for our retail series. We'll be focused on the tri-state as it relates to cannabis retail. That is New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. The event is free. It's online. It's presented by Leafly and Vitrina Group, so please register and tune in. Details below. Then in September, Business of Cannabis New York returns. Information on that is below, but you should absolutely plan on being in New York in September with us. Now, before we get into today's stories, Business of Cannabis is up for the best news source at the O'Cannabis Business Awards. Again, we won it in 2019. They've been on hiatus since then, but if you are so inclined, we would love your support. The link is below about how to vote, so please go there. Vote for us uh, for our best news source at the O'Cannabis Business Awards. Oh, we are Business of Cannabis and we approve this message. For today's stories, Washington State calls for federal cannabis reform following robberies and deaths. DoorDash Canada to offer cannabis pickup with Superette. Canadian Cannabis Market Fundamentals right now. New York to allow on-site cannabis use. And Isle of Man races ahead of the rest of UK with medical cannabis pilot. For our first story, a series of sometimes violent attacks on cannabis businesses in legal states has many demanding federal cannabis reform, which would allow non-cash transactions. This is in a story in the Arkansas online. Here are some of the details. Last fall, there were dozens of robberies in the San Francisco Bay Area that some believe were coordinated. In Washington State, there have been a lot. There have been at least 80 cannabis business robberies. In Tacoma, a suspect shot and killed a cannabis store employee last month. In Covington, an employee shot and killed a suspect. Seattle police shot and killed a suspect post-robbery. In Everett, a suspect pistol-whipped a cannabis employee. Quote, it makes absolutely no sense that legal businesses are being forced to operate entirely in cash, and it's dangerous and sometimes even fatal for employees behind the register. This is from Washington Senator Patty Murray. Patty, please talk to your colleagues. For our second story, always looking for ways to distinguish it from its competitors, Ontario-based retailer Superette has partnered with DoorDash Technologies Canada to offer cannabis pickup to customers in Toronto. This in a press release. The new customer experience is fully compliant with an age-gated portal and IDs checked when products are picked up. From one of their co-founders, we are super excited to be able to partner with DoorDash to continue to transform how consumers engage with cannabis. In true Superette fashion, every element of the experience has been carefully considered with the goal of making our retail experience digital on the DoorDash platform. That is from Drummond Monroe. They also join Uber Eats, who last year joined up with Tokyo Smoke in Toronto to actually offer a uh, click-and-collect service through that app. 
for our third story. Each week, Business of Cannabis delivers a series of insights from our partners at Cannabis Benchmarks. In this week's report, Cannabis Benchmark reviews data released by StatsCan, which expands their understanding of the state of cannabis market fundamentals. The data set they focus on this week shows monthly dry cannabis unit production and sales data through September 2021. They discover the dynamics are changing rapidly with the latest installment of the data, which spans from April 2021 to September 2021. See what they found. Read the full briefing at businessofcannabis.com. For our fourth story, Chris Alexander of New York's Office of Cannabis Management says the organization plans to solicit applications for on-site cannabis consumption by, quote, early next year. This in a story in the New York Times. The details are still in the works with plans to allow cannabis-infused foods and restaurants to consumption lounges and coffee shops. Sounds great. We're definitely considering how people have typically consumed and where people have typically consumed, he said. For our final story, the Isle of Man's Department of Health and Social Care is launching a medical cannabis pilot program, which could create access for patients there. This in a story in Business Can. Here's some of the timeline. In January, the Isle of Man passed legalization le legislation allowing cultivation, distribution, and export of medical cannabis. In March, the DHHC uh, began soliciting applications from pharmacies to dispense medical cannabis products. The pilot will run for 12 months at a minimum. Quote, is it anticipated that the contact... The contract award will be issued in May with the pilot service operational in August. This, according to a spokesperson, quote, the successful organization will be assessed on a quality criteria that insists upon the provider having a local dispensary outlet on the Isle of Man. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Coming up on our BFC Live conversation, we connect with Sean Pierce. He is the president, strategic events, meetings and incentives at MCI Group, the folks that bring you the Lift & Co Expo here in Toronto and later in the year in Vancouver. We're catching up on the upcoming Lift & Co show that's running from May 12th through 15th with the expo floor open the 13th to the 15th, which will be back in Toronto following up on their successful 2021 show in November in Toronto. This is Sean Pierce. Sean, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jake. Well, uh, having you here today, but you're going to be back in Toronto in mid-May. It seems like talking about mid-May should seem further off, probably to you too, but it's really yeah. only a couple of weeks, May 12th through 15th, uh, Lift & Co Expo will be back in Toronto. You excited yeah. to come back in the spring as opposed to the near winter? Yeah, we are. You know, that was kind of interesting, Jay, to get the, you know, COVID certainly threw the pattern off on all these live events and, and trying to get back on pattern. You know, this is kind of what we had to do is get back on pattern for Toronto and then then get to where we have Vancouver coming up in, in the next year. So that's just so exciting for us to get back on a real pattern and things. Well, it's exciting here too. And, and it's funny because, um, so Lyft in November, like anybody who had never been to Toronto or hadn't been to Toronto a long time, like cannabis has taken over town. Like there's so many uh, retailers all, well, certainly around the convention center, but any neighborhood in Toronto. Um, and, and of course in November, there were still, I think there were still restrictions on COVID restrictions, but yeah. now we're going into May. Like, what are you looking forward to? Cause I know there's some new additions to the conference too. Talk a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah, quite a bit. And thank you. It's, it's a, uh, it's going to be a great show coming up. Uh, we were able to get a few things done between November and now. The restrictions are 
have been lifted, but uh, certainly encourage everybody that wants to, you know, continue to wear their masks, do that if they, they feel like that's best for them. Uh, but we're very happy about the restrictions being lifted there. So for us, you know, we're, we're really excited about, uh, about this show coming. We got a, uh, an investor component coming in to try to, you know, introduce that money level. So that there's a lot of investment still coming into the marketplace. We want to give a chance for those folks to come together and see opportunities and, and companies that are looking for money and people are looking to give money out. Uh, so that investor conference can be a nice, nice uh, addition to it. Also, the 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 party, the after party. You know, last year we had the the great party at the Alma Combo, which is awesome. But it's a little little too small to have everybody. You know, we had to be smaller during COVID, and now we're gonna be right there by the convention center and have everybody right there on 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 Saturday night. Changing a little bit between having two, you know, public days, if you would, or we I like to call them enthusiast days. Um, you know, we're gonna have that as one enthusiast day and two bud tender industry days. So kind of flip that switch a little bit because we got a lot of feedback that. You know, they just need more time for the business side of life. And it, as you said, it's booming around there as far as the number of retailers and, and that sort of thing. So if people are looking for new options, new business techniques, new products, new services, it's, uh, it's going to be important. It is, it is important. It's also interesting. And it's, and it's like, it, it, well, November was great to see everybody. We, we went back into lockdown shortly thereafter, not because of Lyft, but because of, uh, 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 you know, COVID upticks. But, but now going into spring, there's sort of a new level of optimism about where things are going, but also about the industry itself. And I want to know, obviously you, you travel a lot. You have other events that you do on the cannabis side. Like, are you sensing that excitement, not just in Toronto, obviously, but as you travel the U S as well, where even more positivity is coming, right? There's new markets coming online. Like, are, are you sensing this sort of bigger lift across your events where, where there's just a great deal of excitement of what's happening specifically, maybe even in the U S yeah, so the, the excitement level is pretty darn high. I think that the, as you look at almost every industry that sort of evolved, this brand new industry three, four, five years ago, right? And you had this unbridled enthusiasm that was a little bit over-enthusiastic over in some places. And then, and then you got a maturing going on. And then now you're kind of in that, you kind of know how to run a business now. Now I'm ready to, I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to move on and, and think about having two shops or three shops or hiring in more bud tenders. Do I have a certain technique or genre that makes me different than the next guy. So people are trying to really mature and think about how to how to make their businesses a heck of a lot better. And we see that enthusiasm across. We're seeing a lot of opportunities in the marketplace, especially around events, around this festivalization concept and things. Uh, I'm not positive how that's going to go yet, you know, because we tend to stick a little bit closer to the business side with the fun versus the fun side with a little bit of business. So we kind of make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to make a dollar to, to pay for our bills and things like that but we want to have a darn good time doing it. So I do see a lot of festivals popping up around. Uh, we'll see how that goes. The restrictions are kind of weird around that, but I'm kind of interested to see how that rolls. You know, it's going to be a nice new addition to our overall marketplace. Yeah, uh, it is. And I would sort of, you, you I, I, I want to actually more even get nitty gritty and, and related to cannabis or not from your perspective, someone who does a lot of major events right across, across North America, how is Canada or even Toronto specifically, like, how does it stack up in terms, I don't even know how you measure, like in terms of hotel rooms, sort of wel the welcoming nature of the people in charge, like, is it a good place to do conference business or, or are you going to give me a diplomatic answer? Those are the two <laughs> options. Well, you know, there is a part of it that has to do a certain level of diplo diplomacy <laughs> here, Jay, but uh, I appreciate the question. I'll, I'll tell you some things that I've always loved about going to Toronto. The 
you know, we have to use labor at the locality in every location, right? So temp labor for the, for the service desk, registration people, people that are just there. I mean, it takes a lot of bodies to do an event. And the people in, in Toronto and in, in Canada are just, you know, universally the nicest folks that you can work with. They show up every day when, you, when they say they're going to be there tomorrow, they're there. You know, some places you got to hire 12 to get 10, hire 12 to get seven, you know, but not in Toronto. And, and, and the, some of the, the people that are there will, will recall you each year and bring you a special baked item that they made, man. It's just great. You know, you show up and they've got, you know, the grandma's cookies and things like that. That's, that's a unique attribute for, for Toronto and for, and for Canada in general. Um, you know, we, we do the, the opposite side of things sometimes, and it is difficult to get, it's just right there so close to such major metropolitan areas, but the reality is the restrictions of the border nowadays have made it a lot harder. That's, that's ridiculous. If you think, and we always draw that little 300 mile circle around the location and say, who's living inside that, how many businesses? And heck, you catch a great population down in all of Chicago and all that area kind of gets to where it's really doable, but man, you know, it's just become so difficult right now at the border, not just through COVID, but prior to that with some government restrictions. I think that's stuff that we got to really figure out to make it to where commerce can move between the borders so much easier and more fluid. That would be helpful. Yeah, I agree with that. And then once we get it for regular commerce, we'll get it for cannabis commerce. Because yes. even, even when right. Canadians, it's less so now, but there used to be this panic when you cross the border. I'm American, so it's a little bit easier. But like crossing the border to come into the States and working on cannabis was, you had to, you had to have a very good, backstory let's say right. um about why you were traveling let's say to like las vegas or san francisco or miami on a <laughs> somewhere a conference uh one sort of story someone would buy like concert tickets in the place they were going so they actually had something physical unrelated to the conference i'm going over this show yeah. look i have yes. tickets um i don't know if that'll get you across now but i mean but i look like a brooks and dunn fan but i am going to their concert <laughs> love brooks and dunn they're my favorite. <laughs> I don't know if they're playing San Francisco anytime soon, but uh, but certainly uh, certainly in Texas and Austin and uh, and Atlanta, where I used to live. Um, so 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 you're coming up. Obviously, there's uh, uh, starts on Thursday with uh, you're gonna get you're gonna correct me when I'm wrong on all these things. Sure, sure. Uh, sure. Starts on Thursday with the Lyft Cannabis Business Conference, That's extends right. into sort of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two days with uh, industry days. One day with uh, your uh, adv not advocate days, but uh, enthusiast days, enthusiast, and mixed yeah. and mixed in with the Canvas North uh, investment series as well. Do I have it all right? Am I? That is right. That is that is directionally correct. I mean, there's going to be a lot of master classes we're putting on the stages uh, in the in the hall itself. They just come with the, the show. Um, that's going to be a big deal this year. Uh, a lot of 420 receptions. We're throwing out there some some uh, fun activities. Yeah. Uh, some some bud tenders specifically. Uh, attributed classes as well as business opportunities for them. We see that as an area that, that needs to get some, you know, more, more training, more education on how they can take themselves from A to B, right? It's a good entry level into the deal, but how do I, how do I decide, am I going to be like this bud tender du jour, or am I going to be a business owner? Am I going to be, you know, a manager over multiple bud tenders? Do I be a trainer? You know, what are those rules? And, and think we've got a role to play in making sure that can happen. That's a big focus on this year's event is try to really help the bud tenders to understand selection product usages, both from a medical side as well as a you know, more uh, personal enjoyment side. So those are critical to us this year to, to get that out there. We're still going to do psychedelics this year. I mean, uh, we had the full day of psychedelic conference last year. What we've done is we've taken and said, instead of just pushing them off in an area to focus on psychedelics, it's a good 
good topics. We're going to spread that conference pattern throughout. So they get conference psychedelics throughout the conference and, um, and continue that conversation. We're, we definitely know we're part of the leading edge of that conversation to get from medical research to actual implementation for patient care to, to, to the mm -hmm. next steps. And it takes, a, it takes an evolution and we want to be part of that evolution. Well, I love it. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in uh, in a couple of weeks in Toronto. As we uh, as this runs, we'll post how to get not in touch with you, but but how to get people's tickets. Uh, and we will see folks uh, in mid May, which is only a couple of weeks away, even though winter just ended here in Toronto. Uh, but Sean, thanks for spending time. Uh, safe travels. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you, bud. Take care. That was episode 70 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us on YouTube or wherever you caught the program. Please do subscribe and we will see you tomorrow.